Welcome to Hello Family, a podcast for the whole family. We're creating fun and meaningful conversations for parents and kids. Hey families, I'm super excited to say that Jeremy Pryor, who lives in Ohio era with his wife April and their five kids, is joining me on the podcast. Um, together with the Beth Keys, another family, they founded Family Teams, um, and their hope is really to equip families to walk in God's design of building a multi-generational family team on mission. And he just released a book called Family Revision, and it just talks about how we want to use ancient wisdom um, to heal the modern family today. So thanks for joining me today, Jeremy. I'm really excited to have you. Yeah, absolutely, Trevor. I'd love to have this conversation. Well, do you just want to give us kind of some a brief introduction, maybe a silly fact about what you do for families that don't know who you are? Yeah, totally. So my name is Jeremy. I'm married to my wife, April. We have five kids, Kelsey, who's 20, Jackson is 19, Sydney's 16, Elise is 14, and Kyra is 11. We live uh, just south of Cincinnati in a town called Fort Thomas, Kentucky. And uh, one uh, weird fact is, so like you, Trevor, I was serving in a church, yeah. And the way I transitioned out of that was uh, um, I started, uh, we started a Lord of the Rings collectibles business. And so oh, our first cool. business, yeah, was our, was a, like, so we created the world's largest Lord of the Rings collectibles business would before uh, the movies came out, before Amazon sold anything besides books, back when eBay was a big, kind of the biggest thing on the internet in terms of e-commerce. And so, yeah. Yeah, we used to, with our family, we would, uh, as part of that, we did this, uh, it was called Tolkien Town, and we created this uh, thing called Tolkien Town Mobile, which was, we bought a big RV, and we loaded up with all of our posters and swords and jewelry and elven ears and all that jazz. Man, that and sounds we, super fun. <laughs> and we spent a couple of years just going to these crazy sci-fi conventions around the country uh, and around the world. I even did one in, um, in England. Okay. So we would just pull up in our RV, unpack it you know, set up a booth and hang out in that city with our family for about a week. And then, uh, the convention usually lasted for two or three days. And so we would, you know, sell our wares and man, so it was a really fun season. That is super cool. And man, that would just sound fun to just be able to do as a family to be able to dress up and be able to sell swords. I mean, what, what is better <laughs> than that? <laughs> that's right. My son Jackson was in, in heaven for sure. Yeah, that's sweet. And then what are you doing now? Uh, I mean, we talk about your new book and those types of things, but what are you, what are you trying to focus on now? Yeah. So I'm, you know, an entrepreneur. I, I, we have a, several different businesses. We own a, a video production studio called Epiphio and um, I work a lot. My day to day is mostly right now working with family teams um, and also another project, a nonprofit called 1000 Houses. My wife owns a sewing studio at the top of our street called Just Sew, which has been a new project for our family. Cool. Where she works with her mom and our daughters. I mean, Jackson are starting to do a bunch of real estate investing. Um, so yeah, those are the things that kind of keep us busy. That is really sweet. Well, I know for me, and we've talked about this before, but your kind of frame of reference and what all that you've written on family has really shifted my whole mindset around what family can be and what um, kind of the hope is. Um, so could you talk about kind of encouraging our families who are listening right now, kind of why the approach to family, your approach and what you've talked about can be so fruitful and what it could look like for them? Yeah. So one of the, one of the questions that almost nobody's asking is what, like, what is the family? What did God design it to be? We assume yeah. we know what that is because we all grow up in families or leading families or a part of families. Uh, but uh, you know, one of the things that I've, this is a question I've been asking having grown up like you in the Northwest. And mm -hmm. then I moved out, uh, spent some time in Jerusalem and was just like, 
man, there are different ways to do family. And uh, as Christians, one of the things that I've also had to wrestle with is, did God have particular design for family in his mind, in his heart, when he designed the family? And yeah. um, and so what uh, we really discovered is that, that the sort of modern Western family, the way most of us experience it, um, we could describe as sort of a collection of individuals. It's hyper-individual, and success is usually about how do you help each individual of their family kind of uh, become a successful individual and how can the family provide a springboard for their individual success? That's the way most people think about family. And that's a very recent idea. That's yeah. not an idea that, that is um, common in uh, other cultures and has, is not really common historically. Most families have been multi-generational um, they've, they've really uh, they've thought about family as a multi-generational team. And so that contrast is really what we've been trying to understand and have been working through. And they're very different kinds of families. And if you read the Bible, the Bible basically exclusively describes family as a multi-generational team on mission, not as a uh, springboard for individual success. <clears throat> and so most Christians aren't aware of the fact that, that they are operating with a blueprint of family that really is foreign to scripture. And this is, this really, at least for me, really explains why families so often are so dysfunctional in our, our culture. We're using a blueprint that's not really, <clears throat> wasn't what, what the designer had in mind. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of the overview of, and, and what does it look like to actually, especially in our world, what does it look like to think about family the way the Bible talks about it as this multi-generational team? Yeah, and I think it's so good. And so, I mean, we're barely going to scratch the surface of this. And so, but let's say someone's kind of getting captured with the idea and wants to learn more and then figure out kind of, maybe we could talk about what is what would be the easiest step for families to take as they be, begin the journey of becoming more of a team and less focused on the individual and working together to accomplish a mission. Could you give us maybe a, like one idea on what the easiest way would be able to start that journey? Yeah, so <clears throat> like what one basic transition is to start doing things collectively as a team across um, the age groups of your family. And so there, everything in our culture is designed for same age groups, you know, school, church, yeah. uh, sports, hobbies, everything. And so um, a really basic thing to do is to <clears throat> take some element of your life, whether it's, you know, it could be your church life, it could be, you know, your hobbies or sports, it could be education, but take some element and start to do it as a family and function together. Um, and instead of everybody separating into the into same age groups constantly, um, <clears throat> really do something together. Like we, we've, we've like looked at sports, there's a handful of sports that where you can actually, you know, play the sport, um, or participate in the sport as a across lots of different age groups. Like oh, for yeah. us, <clears throat> we did that with tennis, where, you know, we, we would take lessons as a family, and then do doubles. And, you know, we, we just kind of stayed together instead yeah. of all separating or we did that for several years in taekwondo different martial arts um <clears throat> where we found you know different studios that would be like sweet we'll take a whole family that's awesome and you guys can work right. out together you can you know level up together um it's it's work to find places that will keep the family together there's some churches that are very you know a lot of churches <clears throat> that will be friendly to that like look we'd like to stay together during worship or you know <clears throat> doing um, you know, more small groups, but as a family, uh, there's different ways to do that. But I would encourage you just 
find some aspect of your life that you are currently separating into age groups and try to take one of those elements and to do them together. Yeah, I think those are all really, really good ideas. So that's awesome. Um, maybe we could end with this. Could you come up with a question maybe that our families could talk about? I know you mentioned a lot about um, having a family meal, a part of your weekly rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we could talk a little bit about that and then springboard that into a discussion question for our families to chat about. Yeah. So if you were to craft um, one meal that would represent your family culture once a week, what what would that meal look like? So, um, and this is a little bit different question than what most people are asking about how do we have more weekday meals together, which uh-huh. is great. Um, that's more of a scheduling question. What I'm saying is um, once a week, find a meal and really like this meal, you're just hunkering down as a family, you're enjoying your life as a family, you know? And so for some families, it's like we make our own pizza night, you know? And so they'll oh, make a pizza yeah. and then, you know, then we hang out and watch a movie together or we have this discussion together. Um, and so what would it look like to craft a meal that's sustainable for you, that is fun for your kids that your kids will remind you of like, oh, let's do that thing, you know, call it something yeah. fun and then do that every week and just let that evolve over time. Let your kids really enjoy it. Uh, you really enjoy it. And when they look back on your family um, years from, you know, after, you know, after they're older and they think about what your family was like, that meal that you crafted over time, again, don't set the bar too high, high to start with, but they'll yeah. think about like, yeah, that's where I really experienced our family consistently was man at that meal that that was just, it was great. And dad didn't have anything better to do. Yeah. You know, we weren't on our phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't distracted. We just were really enjoying each other. Um, crafting one meal like that, that's really reflecting and building that family culture is so powerful. Yeah. And I think when we first started doing this, we just tried to make it as easy as possible. So we were just, we put a pizza in the oven, got paper plates, and then just played games together and just tried to make it as fun as possible. And so I think that's Mm -hmm. a really, really good first step. Um, Well, if you guys want to learn more about Jeremy and all the work that he's doing, you go to familyteams.com. A podcast that I really, has been really, really helpful for me is called Five Minute Fatherhood is what they do. Um, every weekday. And it's really, really great short content that is really helpful in equipping uh, families to be able to do this. And then definitely check out his new book, um, Family Revision. It's really, really great. Um, All right, families, if you could talk about how your family could have an awesome meal every week and what that would look like. Thanks for joining me, Jeremy. It's been really fun. Awesome. Thanks, Trevor. A few things before you go. If you'd like to join us as we help families have fun and meaningful conversations, please share this episode with another family, rate and review our podcast, and submit a question. The number's in the show notes. We also created printable tools to equip you in cultivating loving and lasting relationships at home, like Family Question of the Day, Podcast Worksheet for Kids, and a Toy Royale game ready to use right when you download it. You can find all those and get a shout out on the show if you visit patreon.com slash hellofamily. Thanks for listening. Keep telling us what you're talking about. We love hearing from you. Talk to you soon. Bye.